I'm bringing this game on vacation called Left Center Right. Have you heard of it? No. It's this little tube and it has three dice in it and it has tokens. But people normally play with $1 bills. So everybody brings three $1 bills and you roll the dice. And if, let's say, one says left, one says right, and one says center, you have to give a dollar to the person on your right, dollars to the person on your left, and put one in the middle. Or if you get three lefts, you give all your money to the person on the left, vice versa. There's also ones that are like black dots, which means you don't have to give any money away that okay. time. So everybody rolls the dice in a circle until there's only one person left with money, and then they win all the money. Okay. So do you want to bring, you want to get in on this? You're going to bring some $1 bills? We're just saying I got to bring some cash? Bring some $1 bills is what I'm saying. Oof. I know. People are going to be like, why are you bringing so many $1 bills? We can play with the tokens like with the kids and stuff, but it's more fun when you're Where are you going with all these $1 bills? Yeah. None of your business. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I don't, uh, I don't really carry cash on me me, me either. either and you know what or should i say i don't normally carry ones, ones? you know i go to the high roller Do you places not? i gotta use 20s I was gonna say, yeah. <laughs> yeah big bills only baby yeah that's right uh, we can only, play I'm with only carrying, and 20s i'm only carrying c notes mm-hmm. that's it that's right welcome back to screen time i'm your host josh youngbar and i have with me Claudia. Hello, I'm Claudia. <laughs> and I'm, and Jared. Hello, I'm Jared. Why are you saying it like that? I had to say it like that too. Because it's you were, funny. It was I robotic. Like it. Yeah. Hello, I'm Claudia. <laughs> like less natural than Siri. Yeah. Oh man, I know. I wish I could do it like Crystalia does it. The robot voice, like the unnatural robot yeah. voice. Like like what you'd hear in like you've got man. You know, yeah. like the, mm-hmm. the old AOL yeah. like He's the good at well. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so good. So in this episode, we are talking about the movie, the film Arrival. The film. Yes. <laughs> oh, it was so good. Aliens. Yeah. So this movie was made in 2016 or came out in 2016. It's the first one that's PG-13 of the Denny Villeneuve movies. Oh, yeah. Oh, I didn't realize that. Yeah. Okay. First three. Yeah. First three rated R. Um, but did have the one f bomb, which you're allowed you one. You are allowed one it in had a PG one. thirteen movie. It had the one. I was like, yes. oh, they had to get that one in there. I heard. Oh, yeah. I heard somewhere recently that I think they're allowed two now for oh. PG thirteen. Well, every they're day we it. stray but, further from Christ. I know. Yeah. <laughs> now they can get get away with two for PG thirteen. Uh, movies just under two hours. You know, not too bad. And the synopsis: A linguistics works with the military to communicate with alien life forms after 12 mysterious spacecraft appear around the world. It was directed by Denny Villeneuve. The writer, Eric Heisenair, I don't know how you say that name. The only other thing he's written that might of note was Bird Box. Oh. Oh, that wasn't that good though, was it? I liked it, actually. <laughs> I liked it more than I thought I was going to, because normally with those like, But comparing movies, it to this, like... No, it's not. You know, There's like no comparison not even to close, this movie. Yeah. This was adapted from a book, this movie. Right. So yeah, he's writing credit from creating the screenplay. Yeah. But so that's a little different, I guess. He had source um, material, yeah, though. Yeah, to yeah. work with. Uh, cinematographer Bradford Young. Um, one of other things notable is Solo, A Star Wars Story. Oh, okay. Anything else? Just that one? Uh, that's the only thing I wrote down because that like, stood out to me. I mean, there might be something that... You would be like, oh yeah, I saw that, and that's 
That's a no, nice uh, no, no Roger Deakins. No, no. No, but, not this time. But. I know. The stuff is pretty. In oh, this. yeah. Uh, the estimated production cost, $47 million, So in the same ballpark as prisoners. Yeah, they had to buy spaceships for this. So. <laughs> they had to buy spaceships. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's how that's Twelve done. of yeah. them, actually. And then, uh, no, they just used the same one. They only bought one. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. They and just... somehow suspended in the air <laughs> yeah. that high. Yeah. <laughs> they, just, they just flew it to the different locations. Yeah, then... right, 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 right. Yeah, obviously, this was filmed in all 12 of those locations. Yes. <laughs> obviously. Of course. Uh, main characters, we have Amy Adams playing Louise Banks, Jeremy Renner playing Ian Donnelly, and then Forrest Whitaker playing Colonel Weber. Um, those are pretty much the only... Yeah. Memorable people, Means, right? Yeah. Yep. So, overall thoughts. What's just your general? I mean, you guys. So, wait, first, before we do this, yeah, I have a confession. I was wrong. I have never seen this movie. Wow. Ooh, I thought nice. I had seen it. Yeah, I had That's all these re- recollection of, like, I guess it was just seeing all the trailers and, like, intention of seeing it. But because it's been almost 10 years, mm-hmm. I just. Was like I, I thought I had seen it, but I had not. Wow. That's cool. Also, I I kind of I sometimes get this movie mixed up with Annihilation. So maybe you were. Do you remember that movie? Yes, yes. It, I mean, not not the same no, movie, but I get those mixed up. Yep. So maybe you were thinking that. I don't know. Yeah, but that's cool. Awesome. So, so this is great because this is very different than the previous movies we've done. So now you, Claudia, seen it the most. Yes, I've seen. So you've seen it like what? What? How this many times? This would have been my. F- fourth time watching it i believe okay this is my second and then your first so that's cool all right so yeah nice so now should thoughts. you start first you, then? okay do you want my thoughts yes yeah, yeah i do oh, actually yeah, 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 i'm gonna go first yeah i want to hear your love this movie awesome this is definitely my favorite of his movie so far um maybe favorite all of even because the rest of them i've seen i might even like it better than the dune and blade runner 24 Wow, Ooh. Jared just got so offended. <laughs> <I know>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, from a overall story standpoint, okay, that's where like this just yeah. But obviously, from um, interesting, I mean, this was really pretty visuals in general. Yeah. But, it was, but it's not the scope is very small from a sense of like they're in pretty much one location mm-hmm. the whole time, right? <clears throat> And those other movies are way bigger in scope. And anyway, but but I think there's the originality of this, like the the yeah. approach of it being sci-fi, but um, but not about war, so to speak, right? And kind of, but right. right. But anyway, so just there's just interesting in those ways, and and really really liked it. But and then nice. I think it also I mentioned the Lucas after. Like what I was talking about because he hasn't seen it. I was like, you should watch this. But I think it's definitely the most Nolan-esque mm, from a story yes. standpoint. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it definitely gets into that yeah. Nolan uh, Maybe why I like it so much because mm-hmm. that's, yeah. Yeah, So I can see that. I agree with that. Um, anyway. Definitely at the end especially. Oh, yeah. my goodness. Yeah. That's very Nolan, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, you guys, what about it? Um, yeah, so I've seen it twice now so this is my second time seeing it and yeah i mean i love this movie the first time uh seeing it this time i'm trying to think i was trying to think what kind of differences i picked up on it um 
I still, I mean, I, I still love this movie, but I still now watching it twice. I still don't fully understand everything in this movie. Um, I have some ideas, but, and I wonder what you think, Claudia, since you've seen this more. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I do understand it more, even just seeing it a second time now, uh, more of the concept and what actually happens chronologically too in this movie. But it is, it is very, it, especially for like an alien type movie is very unique in that way. And I love that it's focused on language. It's such a cool concept. Yes. Um, but yeah, that's, that's pretty much it for my, uh, top thoughts on it. But yeah, so do you understand this movie more? I I feel like I have a really good uh, understanding of what happened and what the storyline is is teaching us slash uh, trying to portray. Um, Obviously, I really love this movie as well, having seen it for the fourth time. And just in general, this genre is one of my favorite types. Anything to do with aliens. And I really love seeing different directors and creators their ideas on what they think an alien should look like and i think this movie does such a good job at making them you know alien like but there's also some similarities to things we have on earth with these aliens as well there's Um, a humanity to them yeah there's a humanity to these aliens um and this is definitely one of my favorite movies, alien movies, as far as you know, getting to know what the aliens are like and what they do in this movie. This is they do such a good job with this and kind of making it realistic, like how we would react if this were to happen on Earth. You know, definitely. Um, and just the creativity behind different parts of this movie, which we can get into later when we're actually talking about it. Um, and then the storyline itself, I love a storyline where you think, you know, the timeline, but it's, it's not, and it kind of throws you for a loop. And this is, you know, this isn't like crazy twist ending type story, but you don't really know what's happening until you get to the end of the movie and you kind of come to the realization of what's happening. So yeah, I would agree that this is one of my favorite Villeneuve movies. Um, I don't know that it's my number one, but yeah. it's close. It's up yeah. there. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And what you just mentioned a little bit ago, I, that was actually one of my notes about, I said, this movie is the most realistic depiction of what a UFO encounter I think would be. Yeah. I the think how we would it. react, how yes. the world would react. Yeah. This is very true to how, unfortunately, yeah. well, our it, powers of the world would, would kind of go about. And also because a lot of other movies that do the UFO encounter type thing, it's, it's usually a little bit more uh, fantasized. Is that the right word? Because yeah. it's, this is way more realistic and grounded mm-hmm. in how, like I said, how it would be typically. And normally it's a little bit more fantastical. That w- I guess that would be a better word. Normally they kind of put that in a little bit in a lot of, you know, Independence Day, uh, Close Encounters, you know, stuff like that. I wouldn't say like the movie Alien because that's a different type of thing, but normal like ufo movies because we even did like the fourth kind recently which is a little bit more along these lines but that even was a little more over the top you know so right yeah 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 i was saying you know 
when we were talking, <clears throat> you're talking about that. It kind of trying to think of other films there where you have aliens, but it's not so much like us versus them. And I, like the first thing that came to mind and that would be like ET, which I know is yeah. not obviously not the same as this in, in general, but, but at least a story where like the alien is around, but it's not, it's more there to be helpful, friendly. Yeah. Not right. It's not, not like an invasion is happening yeah, yeah. and the whole world is, you know, under attack sort of thing. Yeah. So, all right. Well, you know, that's, I think uh, enough of the, uh, that non-spoiler let's, let's, let's dig in yeah. i mean even got there a little bit because i was like well i mean yeah. the fact that they're not a threat is kind of a spoiler yeah, oh i guess that spoiler yeah yeah well i mean i think that i think it's we kind learn of, that they're not you learn that and i think it's kind of um i feel like it's kind of implied a little bit like it's kind of like you you know you don't think that's where it's going right, right? the fact that they're willing to even communicate in the beginning yeah. shows that this isn't very this isn't like they're not like coming here to just start blowing people up and taking over the planet and stuff. Cool. So, characters and performances, what do we think? And uh, Forrest Whitaker is so Forrest Whitaker. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I was going to mention him just because I love that actor, yeah. but I mean, Amy Adams is yeah. amazing. She, in yeah, this. she's she's definitely. Yes. You can tell, I mean, a lot of her, her role in this movie is based on her imagination because mm -hmm. she's talking a lot to these beings and especially in the scene, because I guess we're getting into spoilers, yeah. the scene where she is ascended into their room in her hair and the way that she's acting and like she's talking to them is so well done for like not <laughs> really in reality, she's not looking at anything at all right. probably. Yep. And uh, no, she does really well. Yeah. Yeah, it, even just some of the, like, all the times where you could tell, like, she's nervous, yet she knows she's got to do it. Yeah. And, like, there, you know, and just all the body language that she's acting with in that. And, um, she yeah. has a lot, yeah, she has a lot of different emotions in yeah. this, and she does it all very well, yeah. for sure. Yeah. Which she, it wasn't for this movie, but I know she has, she did, has one before, right? Right. an oscar i think so yeah i think so but i don't yeah, remember I, what movie though but I wonder, yeah she probably <laughs> i don't think she, it was this one do you think she was nominated for this i don't even oh, know probably probably yeah, I, would, I, I would guess so let me look real quick yeah i can appreciate um like a woman character that can command a room without getting loud mm. and she does that really well also when she's talking to like forrest whitaker's character She's well, just, like even in the beginning when he first approached her. Right? Yes. And it's, again, it's the, or not again, I shouldn't say, we've talked about this on a different podcast. Yes. What the, uh, I think it's her, the confidence in her, like being like, hey, I, I am the best at this mm -hmm. yeah. in my in my field. Right. And she knows it. She does. And she doesn't have to get all flashy to, yeah, she's not cocky to about it, though. To prove her yeah. point. Mm -hmm. And she does that when she's like, okay, before you go to so-and-so, ask him what the Sanskrit word for war is and its translation. And that was it. Yeah. <laughs> she was, like, confident that that would work. And it did. Um, and, yeah, she's... And like you said, the way that she can portray being nervous but knowing that this is something that she has to do and kind of keeping it together while being so scared, you can see. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's good. It's good stuff. Yeah. 
course, they had the they pull her or push her to do that initial jump where the gravity shifts. And she's like, because remember, she didn't want to get off oh, the Oh, yeah, she platform. didn't want to get off the platform. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he just like scratches like, her through yeah. her. How wild is that, though? Yeah. Like that, that, yeah, that, that scene, especially the first time they do that. But even, even every time, it's just crazy to see like something where you're like, your mind's like, this shouldn't be working. Yes. But, Mm-hmm. And she looks back down the tunnel, and it's it's the earth. Like, mm-hmm. but she's looking at it from a like a like side view, on the side yeah. of the building, yeah. like Spider Man. Mm-hmm. There's so much in here, I can't find anything. But it did win for best achievement in sound editing, which is very well deserved for this yeah. movie. <laughs> yes, because I I mean I I want to talk about the music and sound design later, but yeah, yeah, we can get to that. But yeah, yeah. So, cinematography and visuals, it was beautiful. It was beautiful. I think, so, I think we talked about this a little bit in previous ones. And I think some of this has to be the direct, coming from the director. Because there's a consistency in, especially, like, you could, in this movie, you can, almost feel the, the shots in Blade Runner 2024 20, mm-hmm. and Dune. It's like, yes. It's, and the fact that those are both different cinematographers means that there's, that it's gotta be such a heavy influence coming from the director. Right. And I, sure. and I think again, not nothing to sneeze at the, um, I mean, solo Star Wars story is fine, mm-hmm. but I don't remember there being these in standout cinematic shots like we have in Arrival and again, I think it's a lot coming from Denny versus yeah um, this cinematographer. Um, not well, to say that he didn't do anything because I don't want no, yeah, to discredit the uh, the guy. Which it's a good know. point because even when we were watching this, Claudia Bradford said did. Claudia said, and she was like, she's like, man, there there goes uh, uh, Villeneuve again with the with the with the shots with the shots because yeah. it was and it's what I said also I think is one of the best is when you first see the alien and it's that really. The mountain uh, and the the mist yes. is coming mist over is the mountain. Yes. It's yeah. stunning. Yeah, and and I and I was like, well, I said, I don't know how much of it was him and how much was the um, cinematographer or whatever. But or uh, sorry, what do you always say, DP? Yeah, it, yeah. <laughs> um, but like, yeah, like you said, it probably is a big thing because it's so consistent over all of his movies so far. And I, mean, I think what it, I mean is these beautiful establishing shots that yeah. and you have them even a little bit in Sicario, right? Like the like we were talking about that sunset shot at the end where it's kinda I mean it's a little odd creatively how they're walking out of frame at the bottom, right? But that but it's still establishing mm-hmm. interesting um and of course they were trying to evoke a different emotion there. <clears throat> well and I would say I guess not as much in prisoners, but we talked about like more of the establishing shots in Enemy, also, right? Yep. yep. Same deal there too. Yeah, because some of those like cityscape shots, yeah. and yep, yeah, hundred percent. So it's definitely something that is intentional from his perspective, yep. I think. Um, but yeah, I think, I mean, some of these, like just even the palette, if you just made it tan, mm-hmm. it would feel like Dune versus. Right, right. <laughs> like it's just like the coloring is a little different, but like it's got the same. Anyway, yeah. So I, I yeah. What was it. I saying? I think 
Um, yeah, because some of the shots in Enemy, uh, I think I was saying like, yeah, you put all like the the blade, blade right yeah, like over it, and it would be very similar. Right, yeah, so yeah. he does a lot of that kind of thing for sure. And yeah, even in Dune, like you said, I think he does it also. Just the but. consistency in his ideas and and his way he's portraying things visually and telling a story visually, you're just seeing those re- repeat to see. You know, the, well, it's his creative footprint being put onto that, right? And that's what's so cool is that I think it's one of the many things where, so even if you're just watching a movie, like he has a very signature thing he does that you can tell like, oh, this is a Villeneuve movie now, which I feel like not every director has that, you know? No, not all of them. So No, no, there's there's people that... More, you watch a movie and you're like, oh, I had no idea it was that director. You know what I mean? Why? <laughs> yeah, because they, yeah, those are intentionally doing other stuff right differently so sorry real quick also then with um so then in blade runner it's back to roger deakins but then um who was it for dune i don't remember off the top of my head so it's someone different also again okay cool because i mean we'll get to those but i was wondering um yeah if he went back to someone or if he got someone new for dune yeah so i imagine though i think he said it's someone new okay pretty sure cool um yeah so any other I guess any specific shots. I really liked how it would transport, um, what's her name, Louise, from her work at the site of the um, UAP, I guess we should call it, Um, and then her recalling the events with her daughter, where some of that, like I mentioned this before, I really like scenes where the audio is playing from one specific part but the scene is not where they're at i guess is what i should say Mm -hmm. um and that happens a lot in this movie but it's really well done kind of those flashback or flash forward flash forward yeah yeah Yeah. also they one of the things they do with that stuff so it has a a very different feel all that stuff is filmed handheld so all the stuff with her daughter I won't say all of it, but like it has that intentional like movement, like kind of like life in the camera is, is the term we would use it versus it, everything else for the most part on the present day, we'll say like is more just either static or slow pushes or right. slow pans. Like they do that. The very first shot of the movie is this like, pan from the ceiling down right. mm-hmm. and to reveal her in her in her apartment or yes whatever okay. house whatever it yeah. is and then they do that same shot again at the end towards the end yeah they, they end with the same sort of yeah. scene so the handheld though um those so is it more like the shots then that like they're not like overly trying to like shake the camera but it's no. just naturally happening because it's a little bit, yeah. yeah it has okay. a little bit of life to it and then they of course again they're a little bit warmer color graded as okay. well and you kind of have that tonal shift a little bit to to kind of signify and it gives it a different feeling but also gives it a different emotion and kind of like the happy times so to speak versus well and it's cool because pretty much through the whole movie you think it is a flashback yes you know right so that's they that's do that very well exactly because yeah when it like shows her with her daughter and that montage where you, she finds out that she has cancer and you go back to her 
her life where she is, she looks like she's depressed because she just has this life where she lives alone in this big house and she's a professor and that's what she does. And she doesn't really have much emotion, like joy emotion in this movie. So you're thinking that, oh, she's just, she's a grieving mom and she never, you know, Mm -hmm. recovered sort of thing. Not that I think you would ever recover really from from losing a child. Yeah. But. Yeah. Instead, she's just, she was just a, sad person <laughs> she's instead she just lives a mundane life and that's yeah. it mm-hmm. you know yeah but yeah it's just she was already like that and then yeah then there was excitement when her child was born and then yeah right mm-hmm. all right so music and sound yeah so last one with jared's music and sound corner <laughs> yeah i know this is the last one with johan johansson that all right um and i think so with the score before we do sound design is a lot more strings in this one but so specifically so i would say it probably would be labeled as the main theme of this movie which is actually the shot you're talking about so the music they do or the cue they do in the beginning shot which they also then come back to in the ending shot too incredible actually probably the best cue in the whole movie i think which is makes sense why then they would also return to it but um so i love how it's this guy in particular with so it would be this one sicario and prisoners right yeah he did those three so all three pretty different right score wise but they're still like um we've mentioned well i guess we mentioned this with ahsoka with the composer they still have a very distinct um Kind of like what we talk about with directors too. They have their own where you can tell like, okay, this is him. Mm-hmm. You know, even though he's doing different things for different movies because obviously you don't want to do the same type right. of score for every movie. But he has little things he does where you can tell, okay, that was him. But I, yeah, that main theme in particular is amazing. I'm sure you know the one I'm talking about, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then the sound design though, it's just like, it's not even just, because the first thing that, I think is just, I need to find it behind the scenes and see if they uh, explain how they created it. But all the actual alien sounds mm-hmm. are so good in this. Yeah. Oh, man. It's so good and unique. It's not mm-hmm. specifically some of the sounds I'm like, I love when I hear that, hear things and I'm like, how the heck did they do that? Yeah. Because a lot of times I can be like, okay, that's that or that. I can cut, usually pick it out. I'm sure it's the same thing with like camera stuff. You usually can tell, but then sometimes you're like, what the heck? And I love those kind of things where you're just like, I would love to know how they did this. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, all that right. is is just amazing in this movie. That's it. Yes, the sound, sounds, music, loved it. Yeah, it was phenomenal. And like you said, the alien noises. You could just yeah, feel it in your chest mm-hmm. when they're talking. Yep. Yeah. And this was so. I guess would that still be I'm trying to think because it won for sound editing so I mean that would still be sound design I'm assuming too unless Johan actually did part of the sound design too because that I'm always because it's different for each movie I don't know exactly what all is involved with that yes yeah, I don't know, if you I don't know. Uh, yeah for sound editing and I think the sound specific. editing is is just the person 
putting all this, this stuff in there. Because, I mean, like, so it would be... The, yeah, but I think sometimes they would be creating the, some of it, too. Yeah, they I might. I mean, not always, but... They might. I don't know if they're the ones that make the Foley and stuff like that, or um, if they... Right, that's true. I don't... Or you're just pulling them from libraries of things. I don't know. I yeah. Mean, um, but either way, yeah, it's... what. The people that worked on it did a great job. Exactly. Yeah, I'm sure it wasn't just one person. It's a, yeah, it's always a collaboration. Yeah, for sure. And then, yeah, the, I don't know if he's you know when they write the music, if he just you know when he just they just hand over sections and stems right of like of the mm-hmm. and then the editor probably manipulates it a little bit because yeah, is that's also a thing too, and that's different for different directors. Um, it's always cool when I see like certain directors get heavily involved with the score which actually denny is one that does that because i know he was heavily involved because i did see it behind the scenes about dune and he was heavily involved with like all the scoring sessions and all that and i think it's cool when directors are really involved with that because not again not always the case right right yeah yeah um i think the so let's go to our notes because i to save the themes and messaging for kind of oh, the yeah. end and then of course trivia at the end yes so um so let's kind of go through any general other notes of like uh <laughs> that was funny the canary oh the yeah mm-hmm. i mean it's like the, the classic like canary in the coal mine but <laughs> <laughs> and it's like every time it would cut to the canary like still still doing okay yeah. still alive in uh-huh. there yeah still dancing around <laughs> Looking at some of my notes, if you guys could just shout, shout out whatever you got, you got, you got no I notes. I didn't take any notes, yeah. but it's I, the fourth time seeing it. You just pull them off. I know. Yeah, off like, the dome. <clears throat> they're my database here. So I yeah I don't I don't have too much of this because my both of mine that I have is more toward like the ending and like kind of the meaning of how yeah. all this comes to be. Yeah, uh, I did really like though. Uh, the connection. I'm trying. I'm trying to remember exactly how he worded it. The connection between the twelve crafts and where they're all located. Um, and they were trying oh, to find yeah. a pattern. Uh-huh. And he said, he said, he said it was all uh, 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 Sheena Easton had number one hits and all those. <laughs> and I was like, awesome shout out. That's uh, um, she did actually. She did for your eyes only would be probably the song that you would yeah. But I was like, that was great. I like that. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's funny. Yeah, and all yeah, number one hits in all those countries or yeah, wherever those were. Yeah, yeah, wherever, yeah that's, good. that's good. I was just like, when I watch movies, I try to put myself in the shoes of like the main character, and how insane would it be if you were at your work in your office and just some government people show up and they're like, uh you have high clearance. We need you to decipher this alien language for us. What does this mean? And you're just like, I mean, how do you process? She was just like, well, I would need to see them. I can't do anything for you without actually being in the room with them. <laughs> yeah. Just hearing it on a she thing. She didn't even like, look excited at all. No, like she I would have been like, well, I mean, I said it. this to you when we were watching it, like when she actually goes in, I was like, this is this would be a dream come true for Claudia. <laughs> My body is your yeah. is your you know 
whatever <laughs> use me and, go up in the pod yeah oh yep. my gosh i would be like i was chosen bye i'd be like yeah. doing my princess wave mm-hmm. anyway um just so wild yeah and then actually being told okay you're gonna come face to face with these beings and you're gonna try and figure out what they're trying to tell us you know but also it's like in alien language where do you even start with that right especially I like, I like, theirs i like when she had the mansplain it to him when she had that sentence oh yeah she put, <laughs> that was great let me show you what a sentence like break this well, down why we have to build this bridge and then we build this bridge yep. and we build this bridge like <laughs> trust me i know what i'm doing i know right <laughs> let me take you back to elementary school really quick yeah um and then when she finally does write the words on the board and then they do their ink um mm-hmm symbols for their language it's like okay yeah where do you start where do you start with that it's it's That's so one of wild the coolest aspects of this movie is that she explains the difference how our language is linear and theirs is non-linear mm-hmm. and that's why they do it that way and then right. they, and then they have to try to break it down by actually the different sections of it that like okay this part could be this word you know so each thing that they're outlining but also um, actually, this goes into one of my notes about um, the uh, palindrome, which Hannah. also they mentioned yeah. is her is her daughter's name is a palindrome, but mm-hmm. that has to do with their language. So, um, and actually, the way like if you look up the definition, it's a sequence that lead that reads the same forward and backwards. So exactly how their mm-hmm. their language is, yeah. Just right. I thought it was really cool the way yeah. they did that. It is really cool. The speaking of the pod though, when you were talking about the pod, that was the one area that the effects a little like looked a little off. Her mm-hmm. hair, special effects, yeah, yeah. That's the point. Her hair was. I weird. was like, why they do that? That was the only thing that looked bad because everything else looked yes. great. Everything looked amazing, yeah. especially for less than a fifty million dollar budget, right? right? Um, yeah. That was just, I was like, whoa. Because her whole, they didn't, her whole face wasn't CG, but her hair was. That was like the part that you could really see was like, didn't look that great. Yeah, well, or just whatever. They, I don't know if it's CG or they were trying to yeah. deposit something over top or whatever, yeah. but just looked weird and not uh, not um, not natural in a bad way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah, um, I agree. But yeah, other, I mean, otherwise, though, everything, any of the visual effects... And the aliens looked awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, good, they yeah. looked so good. Yeah. I know we talked about this a little bit, but I was just thinking about it again when you were talking about them, their, their language and just such a good job of making them feel a little menacing and scary at first, mm-hmm. but yet then also approachable and... Uh, Willing like, to learn. I mean... Yeah, like, yeah. Or giving them at least like almost... I mean, helps that they started calling... Abbott and Costello, yes. like, giving them names. That was great. names. Yeah. Yeah. And then you could see that they're bonding and, and mm-hmm. with the humans and right. and it makes you start caring for those aliens. Yes. And I think they did a good job of that. But when you first meet them, you're, you're a little bit scared for the humans, right? Because mm-hmm. you're like, I don't know how this is going to play out. Right. And they're pretty big. I mean, yeah, they're on the other side of this piece of glass or whatever it is, yeah. but, but they're pretty big. And of course, they're these giant ships and mm-hmm. pods or whatever you want to call them and then there's 12 of them and you're like i don't, I don't know what's mm-hmm. gonna happen here mm-hmm. another thing i noticed that again like very like completely different than most ufo type movies or alien movies is 
the actual pods are vertical instead of horizontal, right? All yeah. UFOs you see are normally yeah. right horizontal, mm-hmm. and they purposely did them did them vertical. Yeah, I thought that was really cool. There's something in the trivia about that. Nice. Oh, is there? Yeah, nice. there is. Oh, you already looked in the trivia? Okay, yeah. cool. I, I skimmed it. Nice. Yes. Yeah. Um, let's talk about the morons that put some C4 oh. in the chamber. I was just going to bring that up. That made me so angry. But at the same time, you know that, the, I mean, like that we would were happen, talking though. about the, the reali- realism of yeah. even Forrest Whitaker's character where it's like he's kind of the, I don't want to say like he, he's like knows what they want being the government. Mm-hmm. And he's kind of like, it's like, yeah, I can't, well, no, you got to be done because. Yeah. Yeah. So we're done, you know, or, or whatever. Like he's just so matter of fact about everything, and it's like there's no like, hey, you know, you're really close. Let me tr- see what I can do. Right? It's, no, it's just submit your words and, and stick to the script. Yeah, yeah. Even if you have a breakthrough, don't don't say any other words, but the yeah. but the ones you submit to this board. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, it's frustrating. Yeah, <clears throat> I'm like I don't know how people like because I know there's probably people who really like that in positions. Yeah. That to be that way. I can't imagine the pressure from higher ups, though. Also, in his defense, yeah. that he's probably getting. Yeah, I mean, well, that was a big thing on, um, the movie outbreak that we just did, because mm-hmm. some of those higher ups also were mm-hmm. the same way and have to be the same way. Right. Actually, even in Lioness too. Yes, in Lioness. I was thinking actually, kind of the same thing in that as well. Right. They do. They have to be very this. strictly. They were like being, but then. The other people are kind of like playing the game, right? Like the right, they're the other the, side, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're like kind of like well, but that's what I guess what I, I guess what I was getting at. The um, in that show, Nicole Kidman and the I forget the other guy's name that was in um, House of Cards, yeah. But they're kind of the Forrest Whitaker position where they mm-hmm. could kind of you know speak one way to the people here that be like, yeah, I'm actually trying to help you. I know how to play the game and I'll filter things and kind of play the game over here when I have to deal with the higher ups, but I'm also going to be personable and talk to you and, and know what right. you're trying to achieve and Give see if I can leniency. and see if I can work or work my magic to kind of, you know, make things work with the higher ups sure. where he wasn't doing that so much. Yeah. He was just He's more like, yeah, <laughs> yes. Yeah. So there was no wiggle room at all no. with him. <laughs> no, 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 no give. But yeah, the, you know, there'd be terrorists or whatever you want to call it that would just try to... I know, some idiot soldiers mm-hmm. that just like, well, let's just blow it up, problem solved, <laughs> and then just plan some C4, and then also stand by at the bottom and kill anybody that tries to stop them, because the guns were, you know, while they were up there talking, um, but how cool was this scene when the alien pushed them mm-hmm. on the glass, awesome. and the vibration from the glass just, I mean made them fly back into that tube where it's got that zero gravity yeah. kind of effect yeah. and they just kind of floated there. And they were able to close off the... Yeah. Right. And they, I mean, they saved their lives. It yeah. was so apparent. And it, it wasn't really mentioned that much that they were like, um, uh, these aliens saved it my life. It is weird they didn't bring that up. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe they didn't remember from the the concussion. I don't know. Yeah. But I, I wish that would have been in the movie where it was like, um, they pushed us back out of the way while your stupid shoulders put C4 in there mm-hmm. and almost killed all of us um and it did kill one of the aliens remember oh um, that's right Costello or abbott one of them yeah. one of the two i can't remember which one mm-hmm. but when she when she goes into the chamber with them and she's like where is 
And he's like, he's in decease processing or something like that is the language yeah. that, he, that he said. Um, yeah, it was sad. It made me sad. It was sad, yeah. And then again to how realistic this movie is, is just how you see all the other 11 countries, how they deal with it as well, right? And how different... Well, it China is and everywhere. Russia, yeah. setting yeah, the that town. Was a, <laughs> that was a yeah, we we didn't really see them all, right? No, I guess you because most of it was just like the the Zoom before Zoom uh, meeting right. where they had them all yeah. up, you know. Yeah, we talked to Australia a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a lot. Yeah, and this, and I was like, okay, you know. Yeah, that was interesting. Of all the different countries mm-hmm. to talk to, the most, I guess maybe they were the most helpful because I, I could see other countries. Of the ones that were up on the screen, not being as forthcoming, yeah. coming and and sharing their new findings. Right. <clears throat> True. <laughs> True. True. <laughs> yeah, but Russia and China, China. just. Yep. Guys, get your crap together. I know. <laughs> Set in the tone. <laughs> Just being so China and Russia about it. <laughs> classic. But that, that, classic. <laughs> I know. But that does play into the ending, though. It does. It does. Yeah. 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 I right. think that's a good segue to get uh, into this. Okay. So, yeah, let's, let's talk about the... Let's talk about what we thought. These, yeah. like, themes. Yeah. And, and the, what the movie's actually saying. Yeah. I actually want... I would like Jared to go first <clears throat> with his theories. Oh no! I shouldn't go first because I told you I don't really still understand yeah, it. Yeah, but all I mean fully. that's it's good to for you to start then because then okay. we can kind of work through it. So my main thing is because they mentioned how uh, learning certain languages you can rewire your brain, right? They they talk about that. So, um, so Luis learning this alien language, then. I'm assuming that that's what gave her the ability to see future events in her life because they talk about how um, because of their language being non-linear as opposed to, so you think about our language as being linear, but also the way time works mm-hmm. is linear. Mm-hmm. And in their world or their way of thinking, it's not. So. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming because I don't know what would be the other explanation why she could see those well, future events. I mean, technically, Ian was with her every step of the way and he wasn't able to see the future and he was learning the language also. Yeah, but she had a way more deeper connection with it. I would You think I a would better say. understanding yeah, is I think what was so. making her. Than him. Okay. I mean, it seemed like she was having flashbacks pretty early on though, or flash forwards pretty early on in the movie. I don't remember when exactly she had her first one where she's like doing something and she kind of comes yeah but back that could still it. that still plays into it because if you think of it okay. like their language as a circle then it could be since it's not mm-hmm. linear yeah moving forward and backwards no then, i know what you're saying so it could it could be her recalling that already okay. that's where it's hard to get into that kind of thing yeah. because then you get into it because it's not actual time travel mm-hmm. but it's those concepts yeah. And so, I don't know. That's the only way I could really think about it. I don't know how she would be able to mm-hmm. have that ability to see those future events because then that's what plays into her telling the... Seeing she's able sh- to see the beginning and the end. Right, and and, and uh, talking to uh, the Chinese... Like general or whatever. Right. Like the head of the military. And talking about, what was it, his wife? Yeah. His wife has her dying words. Right. Yeah. 
what her dying words yeah. were. Yeah. But I mean, that's that's the main thing. I, I mean, the obvious thing is is like, <laughs> that's the only thing that like is pretty obvious is like, oh, who was the dad? It's like, who was the other person there that you know? It's like that was not well, shocking at all. <laughs> once you know, once you know, yeah. it's flash forwards mm-hmm. instead of flashbacks, and it's like, oh, he's yeah. the dad. Yeah. And then you're like, uh, yeah, that's exactly. Like, <laughs> yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. But it's but it be I think it was before that where she comments about I know why my husband left me. Yes, when she right, and I was like, well, what was it? Yeah, you're yeah. Like, well, what was the reason? Well, and, when she's talking to the the little girl, her daughter, and and she's like, Daddy, I told Daddy the truth about something, and he wasn't ready to hear it, and it made him very upset, and that's why he left. And then you're like, okay. So then my mind immediately went to, so she knew her daughter had cancer earlier than when it was diagnosed. And then I started kind of. Well, she would if she right, has she, the. Exactly. The, for lack of a better, the the special ability yeah. to, you know. Yeah. See or hear, I guess, mm-hmm. know different things that are happening at different times in the future and mm-hmm. before she experienced them. But. Mm-hmm. The other thing that I thought is really cool is how basically the way the aliens are, the main reason why they're talking to them is because um, they want the humans to learn their language. So, because what are they saying, like 300 years, they'll, they're they going to need, need their, they're gonna their need help? Them. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that was really cool the way they did yeah. that. Like and in, in my interpretation, the only way that the world would be able to help them in 3,000 years is 3, if, sorry, is not if the world was unified. <laughs> yes. And that's essentially what they were trying to do. This did is China, Russia all fell in line with America because of what Louise did. And then, you know, you see her at this ball and all of the flags are together and all of the world's leaders are in the same room, which is wild. And then the the flag in the middle is of the symbol, the alien symbol. So you're like, oh, okay. So this is like a world peace thing. There we go. That's all we need. And then we solve all the world's problems. Yeah. We just need these these specific yeah. aliens to come down, and we'll be good. Well, you know, just <laughs> it, you know, the joins it bands people together when there's a common enemy. Mm. So it wouldn't have to be these aliens. It could right. be, you know, mm-hmm. could be just some alien that yeah. is a threat, and then suddenly. Everyone's yeah. defending the COVID is a common enemy, but mummified ET. <laughs> <laughs> Stop. Um. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um. I was just trying to think. Of yeah. What about you? You guys about the? Because that's really it that I have. Because there's still some things watching that this time that I'm still like not sure about. What is it you're unsure about? I mean, I feel like what yeah. you I'm described kind of like, covers most. Okay. I'm, I'm trying to think of a spe- specific scene or instance in it where I still was unsure about. I don't know, but you guys go ahead. I mean, once it finally clicked, she started being able to use it as a tool. Mm-hmm. And yes. then she was able to, you know, tell yeah. the, the Chinese government guy the, you know, the mm-hmm. right thing so that he... Yeah. You'd have to, it would take something miraculous, like knowing something only he would know mm-hmm. to change this man's mind yeah. about something. So I think Louise, when the aliens like Louise sees the future, it was like it became clear to her 
what she needed to do and even these in the flash forwards like when she's gets the phone and she's like i don't know what i'm supposed to tell him and then she sees what she's supposed to tell this chinese leader and then she tells him so i think it was just maybe she was just chosen by the aliens and that's why they brought her into their atmosphere and then you could see how accelerated it became with her ability to see the future when she left their actual atmosphere in that chamber right I'm thinking that she was just chosen. Okay. Um, and, yeah. you know, that's how, how they did it. And she met the, the giant one yeah. there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> that was cool. Like a big old squid. They look like. Well, yeah. I mean, they both might have been that big. You just. Yeah, maybe it's just, just because of where she was. You're right. Yeah. That's another thing. It's just so well done. Specifically, it's their actual design. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is amazing, and even the actual symbols themselves, and the way they did all that, all that was just. Evidently, they developed. They actually made that language so that they could. Wow. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's crazy. There's probably something trivia about that too. Then, but that's that's Mm -hmm. insane. (laughs) I like when she took the phone, and then like, they're like, somebody's calling. Oh yeah! And I, and so, as soon as they said, I'm like, it's gonna be his phone. Yeah, and, and they're is. like, yeah. Where's, the phone? Where's the phone? And, <laughs> yeah. and it's like, Find your that. your phone, sir. I know, right? <laughs> Find that phone. <laughs> yeah. I'm wondering now that I'm we're talking about it. This might be a bit of a reach, but when those soldiers plant the C4, and then the aliens Abbott and Costello, they blow out their ink, and it's just. A thousands of tiny little symbols and Ian is able to make that connection that it's a formula but it's only one twelfth of the formula thinking that okay we'd have to collaborate with the other countries to get the rest of the formula sort of thing um, maybe they did that as a last ditch attempt in case the blast was going to kill them this would be another way to unify them. Yeah, that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, maybe. does that make yeah. kind of money, kind of make sense? Mm-hmm. I also would like to know if, like, once they were unified, did they get the other parts of the formula, and was this used later on? Because they didn't really clear that up. That, yeah. They don't touch on that at the end. Um, they don't really expand on it once they figure out that this is a formula and it's only one twelfth of it. We don't know what the rest of it is, assuming right. that the other pods have the. The missing pieces. I would like to know. Anyway, yeah. Yeah, it's good to leave some things open ended. Yeah. Oh, it's definitely. Good, yeah. You can't wrap everything up. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What about what about you, Josh? First time seeing it. Like, would you? Did that you actually understand? Yeah, and like actually yeah, understand yeah, yeah, it? Yeah, all? Yeah. I okay. mean, at least it made sense to me. I mean, I guess the nuance of both your ideas of how she came about the ability. Um, I guess I didn't really dwell on that too much. It was more just the realization of like what was happening. Like I said, when when it's happening, you know, like and you're like, oh, she's now thinking not linearly, and she can mm-hmm. see things. Um, and then of course you're like, oh, then yeah, he's the father, and oh, it's their flash forwards, like all those realizations mm-hmm. again, very Nolan esque. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is the <laughs> <That's> yeah, the, <laughs> definitely. Um, 
Well, I, I love that stuff because it's like, you know, it's like pulling one over on the viewer the first yeah. time you watch something. Then everything that you recall and about the scenes before just make complete sense. Makes sense. And you see him in a little bit different light and like mm-hmm. all those things. Uh, There's even a point in the movie where she's like, who is this little girl? Like she's talking to the aliens. Who is this little girl that I'm seeing? Like she doesn't realize it's right. her daughter. So you're that's that's what I was like. I, w- I remember thinking I was like, why wouldn't she? The first time you know mm-hmm. who that is. If this is a past event, but you know, obviously. yeah, yeah. Um, but then I think it's interesting the uh, the line: "If you could see your whole life from start to finish, would you change things?" Mm-hmm. Yeah. What was Ian's answer? He's like, I would. He he said um, something along the lines of, "I would tell people how I feel more often, or something mm-hmm. like that." Yeah. Um, the only thing I didn't like oh, was his his line at the end. Uh, which line where he's like he was it was something along the lines of he's like seeing the aliens wasn't the most extravagant sight i saw it was you like I, yeah it was, I spent it, all was my time it was kind of it was kind of cheesy yes yes, yes. that was the only line and i was like all right the dude. aliens wasn't <laughs> the most extraordinary thing i saw it was when i saw you right because and, 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 like, and then i looked at claudia and i'm like mm, i don't know seeing aliens is pretty crazy <laughs> so jared's just saying that if he saw aliens it would like just totally defeat seeing me for the no. first time yes no yes it was. that's saying. not what i'm saying that's, i mean it's, it's <laughs> no. pretty much what you're saying nope <laughs> no he's not gonna that? go on record saying that no not I think going it's on one record. of those um it's a cheesy line it makes sense for them, but yeah. it's also in the moment yes yeah it's if, cute if you were the two like it's like if you were like sure, having yeah. feelings for each other mm-hmm. and then they, he says that like yeah and I think, I mean, it's a good line. And yeah, I know it is. I think it's not, I hope, I took it as like, it's not just, you know, how that he thought she was attractive or something, but it, right. I think it was more the, he was so impressed with her mind and her abilities to figure this out. Cause I mean, he obviously was also someone at top of his game in his field. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yet, you know, she's the one that figured it out, not him. Right. And mm-hmm. I mean, yes, he helped, but. I think you know that's one of the things that attracted him to her probably, and why yeah. he and why he's like, yeah, it was not the most fascinating thing I just saw. It was yeah, it was you or the one that made it happen mm-hmm. in connection between yeah. us and these aliens. So, yeah. so I mean, okay, <laughs> never mind not, then. It's not terrible. never mind then. <laughs> but I did, I did have a similar a thoughts. Yeah. Yeah, it was like a little corny yeah. when when he said it. I was like, okay. <laughs> well, right, well and that was the only reason why it stuck out because of just like how amazing this movie is and how great all the dialogue is and then it's like just this one little spot you know then yeah. it sticks out even more because it's just so what i that. mean so would you would you change things if you could see the start to finish i don't know how to answer that <laughs> um I don't know that it necessarily changed the events in my life because they brought me to where I am. And I like where I am. Um, I wish, I, the only thing I, I think I would wish is if I could have my mental space that I'm in right now in in high school, <laughs> mm. that would be yeah amazing. Yeah, that's the older you get, you, that's like even more because like you get 
wiser the older you get. And yeah. then you're like, man, if I could only have All the stupid things I cared about. And wisdom I have now. Right. When I was 20. How the things that hurt me in high school yeah. would do nothing to me right now. You know, yes. it's like, and I wish I was, that's, that would be my only thing. And sure, I mean, yeah, everybody wants to be able to say what they feel more. I feel like, I feel like that's would yeah, be a that universal was a good thing. Line, yeah. Yeah. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, uh, yeah. I mean, I, I think for me, it, you know, definitely touched and touched me at like a level of like having lost someone, you know, like that yeah. was close to me. Like it you know, made you think and you're like, but if I had the choice to do it over again, like I wouldn't change anything. Mm -hmm. Right. So, um, yeah, that's, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. And I also think that things that happen to you, the timeline of your life, I mean, there's that's God working in your life too. So everything that happens to you happens at the right time. So yes. it's not like, oh, I'd go find Jared sooner. No, that's not when I was supposed to meet right. Jared when I was supposed to meet Jared. And, you know, it's, you know, mm -hmm. then you're kind of intervening in, in your plan for your life. And Yeah, that's the other thing. That's like, so religion would play a big role yeah, in, in your because answer, like, I'd yeah. say. Because someone that is an atheist mm -hmm. would probably be like, yeah, sure, I'd change a lot, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. But yeah, someone that thinks like, actually believes this is... Yeah, I wouldn't change my timeline, I guess is what I'm right. saying. Yes. Maybe some knowledge <laughs> earlier sure. would have been cool. <laughs> but other than that, yeah. So just the, the ability to see flash forward so you can know all the stuff right. you need to know. Yeah, exactly. Maybe do a, maybe do a Back to the Future bet on some uh, get get an almanac <laughs> do all that <laughs> you know yep <laughs> My all right so uh claudia's trivia corner now yes Doo -doo -doo. okay <laughs> that was a good jingle thanks i just came up with it right now perfect um director denny villeneuve and screenwriter eric is it heiserer created a fully no functioning visual alien language Heiser, nice. Villeneuve, and their teams managed to create a logogram Bible, which included over 100 different completely operative logograms, 71 of which were actually featured in the movie. Well, so it was 71 different variations. 71 wow. okay. were featured in the movie, and they had over 100, it looks Jeez. like. Mm -hmm. The inky, the inky circular alien language was created by Montreal artist Martine Bertrand. It is also the artist's son who created Hannah's drawings that were on the wall. Oh, cool. Kind of cute. Uh, while the shape of the ship was decided early on, Denny Villeneuve had great difficulty imagining an interior that would allow humans to easily navigate through such a steep and vertical design. The later decision to turn gravity sideways offered an obvious and convenient solution to that. Mm. It's also cool. Yeah, yeah that was, that cool was very good. Yeah. Decision. Yeah, definitely. Ted Chang, who wrote the story the film is based upon, approved the film saying, I think it's that rarest of the rare in that it's both a good movie and a good adaptation. And when you consider the track record of adaptations of written science fiction, that's almost literally a miracle. Yeah. <laughs> Facts. Yes. <laughs> yes. The original name for the film was Story of Your Life, the same as the source novella. Test audiences did not like that title, so it was changed to Arrival. I still think that is a really cool name, though, Story of Your Life. 
but then I like Arrival better. No, but I, yes. for this type of movie, yes. But I like that name though. That's a cool. Yeah. And then it's still it's one word names, which all of his movies have been. Right, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> Up to this point. Up to this point, yeah. yeah. I mean, Blade Runner. You got you got numbers after, so mm-hmm. it's just a year, so kind of, and then Dune, and then it's just Dune. Yeah. So I'd say he's still kind of on that yeah. same track record. But. Yeah. And I didn't realize now until like going through all these that like we're doing now is he does that at the end of every, when it when it cuts the end, it says the name of the movie. I didn't yeah. realize he did that uh-huh. in all of his movies. Like I thought that was just a, so. Yeah, because yeah, not all things do that. I mean, no, not but that's the thing, yeah. He obviously likes to do. Yes, trivia. Uh, Dirty sci-fi is what director Denny Villeneuve and cinematographer Bradford Young called the look they created together for Arrival. Villeneuve wanted it to feel like this was happening on a bad Tuesday morning, like when you were a kid on the school bus on a rainy day and you dream while looking out the window at the clouds. Okay. It's kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I like, like that. Yeah, definitely had that, again felt like it was happening now present yes yeah the hungarian word to which halperm refers is wow i'm gonna butcher this zalamita katika in english this translates to salami tactics nailed it the word means to divide the opposition in order to only have to face smaller weaker enemies hmm interesting uh let's see the heptapod's craft owes its design to an asteroid called 15 Eunomia. During research, director Denny Villeneuve became attracted to Eunomia's insane shape like a strange egg and thought that kind of pebble or oval shape would bring a perfect sense of menace and mystery to the spacecraft. It's crazy where inspiration comes from. Yeah, yeah. it is. <laughs> Uh, Amy Adams was Denny Villeneuve's first choice for Louise. She agreed to the role within 24 hours of receiving the script. I love it when they all actually get their first choice for a movie, you know? Yeah. It doesn't always happen. Mm-mm. In the whiteboard shot where Louise writes the big question, so when she's doing the mansplaining thing, immediately above the question is the standard formula for entropy, the arrow of time. Wow. Interesting. I know. Who would know that? <laughs> no one. A few people. A few. A couple <laughs> really, really smart people would know. Are doing the doing the Leo meme and pointing at the TV right when they're like, "Oh, I know that." I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> That's the arrow of time for me. You're like, yes, of course. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. I knew yeah, that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Sure, sure it is. Oh my goodness. <laughs> um, something smells so good right now. Do you smell that? <laughs> uh, anything else? nothing no yeah, yeah i think that's good all right I think that's good trivia yeah it was there was good some yeah. good stuff in there oh actually one more thing all right as soon as director denny villeneuve finished this film he began work on blade runner so right into it well yeah. it's only a year later right 2017 yeah yep jeez yeah, yeah. and then he took a break just quick yeah he, yeah he took a well pretty big break yeah. a much of a break just probably a lot of pre-production a lot mm, of planning true. for dune yep um so yeah net that leads us to the next movie. Yes. Blade Runner 2049. 2049. Yeah. Prepare to have Jared talk the entire 
podcast. He's I'll try be, not to. He's going to be very excited. It's okay. If you have good things to say, say it. This is a good movie. Of, now now, now yes. I know I've seen this one. Yeah, <laughs> of course. <right>. Yeah. <laughs> um, I never saw this movie until I met Jared. Oh, yeah. I made you Never even this. heard of this movie, actually. Well, actually, and you never saw the original either no, until. Yeah. Yep. Never even heard of this at all. Yeah. Well, grew up watching the original. Yes. Yeah. And then, yeah, was excited to see this one. When, I didn't live yeah. in a sci-fi home. Yeah. No. And then uh, you were going to read the book, weren't you? Yes. We have the book. Yes. Yeah. Do androids dream of electric Electric sheep. memes. Electric memes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, but yeah, so we'll be watching Blade Runner. Getting down the end. That's, yep. That one in Dune. That's it. Yeah. Sheesh. Then we'll have to pick something else. Yeah, but we'll, we got we'll, a lot of writers. We get we we'll got figure, a lot. Of we'll have that figured out before yep. we get there. Yeah. Um. So yeah. With that, we will uh, sign off. Thank you for uh, watching or listening to uh, Screen Time. We really appreciate you t- supporting us. Um, if you'd like to support us more, you can either subscribe or like on YouTube or subscribe on Spotify and. Apple Podcasts and give us a review. Five stars, please. Yeah, only yeah. five stars. I mean, if don't you don't even like it, just don't listen. Yeah, you don't need okay. to rate you it. You don't have to rate it a one yeah. or a two. Yeah. Um, if you have any questions or feedback, love to get some feedback so we can, you know, add a email mailbag section. Oh man, um, yeah, that'd be that'd be fun. Um, yeah, so write into feedback at screentimepod.com. And if you like to, you can follow me on Instagram. I'm Jay Youngbar. I'm at Claudia Youngbar. I'm at Jared Youngbar. All right. And with that, we will talk to you next time.